Hello, and welcome to Lux the Podcast. My name is Margot Morin, America's Catholic sweetheart. And I got some tents. Anybody want some tents? Oh, so I got three tents here. Yeah, Stephen never, Antonio. I need those, Stephen. Okay. Thank you, though. Stephen Antonio. Stephen Antonio. <laughs> and welcome to Lux the Podcast, where right. we shed, shed light on the Gospels right. each and every week. Each and every, except for that one yeah. a while back, but... Look, let's move on. You keep on bringing it up. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Um, we are going to listen to the upcoming Sunday Gospel. That's an L. We're going to understand it. That's a U. In new ways. And then we're going to weave in some experience. Yes. Which is an X because L-U-E is not a word. Right. Lou. <laughs> and um, we always start with an icebreaker. An icebreaker, yes. Isn't that a thing we say together? Do we not do that anymore? Sometimes. I like to, I like to mess with you me on my as toes. much as possible. Yeah. That's, I appreciate that. Tell us uh, what you do when you're angry. <laughs> yep. And a subject you're an expert on. Oh, okay. Um, what I do when I'm angry is mm-hmm. I get quiet because uh-huh. I've in the past lashed out yeah. and said hurtful things. Yeah. So I try to not do that anymore. Well, that's so mature. Yeah. So I try to be quiet, yeah. which is, you know, Silent Jane is the most scariest Jane. That's a quote <laughs> from a TV show. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, and, uh, an expert in, I, I know, I feel like I'm a Renaissance man, which is like a, oh. a person that knows like above medium of everything. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel I'm not myself. I'm an expert of myself. <laughs> <laughs> sure. 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 Uh, I swear when I'm angry. Yeah. That's your favorite Margo. That's my favorite Margo. Yes, it is. <laughs> I say the F word much, much oh more gosh. than usual. Have you seen the latest, um, Abbott Elementary. Yes. Her te- the yes. teacher. She's, she's, she's swearing more. And yes. Like, mm, doesn't, no, it doesn't really work. It doesn't it's really well. work for me. Either. No, it fits well. When I'm mad, it definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, when I get to that state, you're like rubbing your hands together yes. like an evil. Yeah. I'm like, did I create this? Who created I this? this? I, I love, love this. this. Yeah. Um, and a subject that, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to say Catholicism, but I know a lot about Catholicism. You do, yeah. Yeah especially from a woman's point of view. Yeah. I know the rules so I can break them. But also you went, you, you had your thesis on confirmation. That's too. true. So, That's true. I have two degrees in theology. Oh, I'm just wow. throwing that out there. To be you need and one a psychology more. degree. You need one more to, to be a trifecta. A um, Trinity, you know, three, yeah. very, very I strong have three degrees. Oh, there you go. So yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> But also cult documentaries. Oh, man. So I watch a lot yeah. of those. So I, I know I need, pretty much a lot about I cults. think it's time for me to dive back into some cults. Oh, man. There's a lot out there. I know. I've, I've not been emotionally stable to do it. Now I'm, I'm there. Okay. So let's listen to the gospel. Yes. That's, that's L. It's John this week. It's chapter 2, yeah. verses 13 to 25. That's right. And it goes something like this. Since the Passover of the Jews was near, Jesus went up to Jerusalem. He found in the temple area those who sold oxen, sheep, and doves, as well as the money changers seated there. He made a whip out of cords and drove them all out of the temple area with the sheep and the oxen and spilled the coins of the money chambers and overturned their tables. And to those who sold doves, he said, take these out of here and stop making my father's house a marketplace. His disciples recalled the words of scripture, zeal for your house will consume me. At this, the Jews answered and said to him, what sign can you show for a, show us for doing this? 
Jesus answered and said to them, destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews said, this temple has been under construction for 46 years, and you will raise it up in three days? But he was speaking about the temple of his body. Therefore, when he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they came to believe the scripture and the word Jesus had spoken. While he was in Jerusalem for the feast of Passover, many began to believe in his name when they saw the signs he was doing. But Jesus would not trust himself to them because he knew them all and did not need anyone to testify about human nature. He himself understood it well. I did not realize this is my favorite Jesus story. (laughs) See? Oh my gosh. For those who are new to us, uh, my favorite Jesus is throwing tables Jesus. Yeah. 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 This is awesome. And you sent me recently, I did not watch it, uh-huh. about explaining this. Yeah. I. You know what? I hope We're going to get to that. Yeah, yeah. Please do. Um, Making a note. It was a real. It was a, th- it was a real. Yeah. I want to talk first about John. Okay. Okay. Um, John the writer? John the writer. Okay. The Gospel of John. Okay. So, one, uh, if there were a drinking name for John, yep. it would be when he says, the Jews. Oh, which is not okay, yeah. right? Any, because... Anytime you put a th- the in front of a group of people, <laughs> it's true. tough. It's, it's tough. true. The, he talks about them. Well, we'll talk about his background and see why he kind of goes that way. Okay. But really, he's talking about the leadership, the temple leadership, the leaders. religious leaders. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I just, Management. <laughs> management. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I just have a little kind of blurb about John. Okay. If you're okay with that. Gospel of, according to John is quite different in character from the three synoptic gospels. It's highly literary and symbolic. It does not follow the same order or reproduce the same stories as the other gospels. To a much greater degree, it is the project of a developed theological reflection and grows out of a different circle of traditions. It was probably written in the 90s, so much later. The 1990s? No. Oh. No, like the 90s. Oh, wow. The original. <laughs> the Yes. Okay. Aught, aught 90s. Um, in the first century, that would be. Yeah, right. So the fourth gospel is not simple history. The narrative has been organized and adapted to serve the evangelist's theological purposes as well. Hmm. Among them are the opposition to the synagogue of the day and to John the Baptist's followers who tried to exalt their master at Jesus's expense. I did not know this. Whoa. So people who are still following John the Baptist okay. were still trying to kind of promote him as a more important person okay. than Jesus, which John, the writer, not a fan of. Ooh, okay. 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 Um, they try- so the John the Baptist followers tried to exalt their master at Jesus's expense. They desired to show that Jesus was the Messiah, and they desired to convince Christians them were the opposition of, to the synagogue of the day and to John the Baptist's followers who tried to exalt their le- le- their master at Jesus's expense. John desired to show that Jesus was the Messiah, and he had a desire to convince Christians that their religious belief and practice must be rooted in Jesus. Okay. So, not John the Baptist, right? Okay. Right, and not the temple leadership, not oh. the temple, really. Okay. So these things have um, 
impelled the evangelist to emphasize things that were not so clear in the synoptic jo- uh, gospels. Um, and it really, really focuses on Jesus's divinity as opposed to his humanity. Okay. Okay. So it seems to have been written in a specific Christian community, wow. like a small church almost Okay. in the late first century that was go- undergoing, and this I think is the important part, undergoing a painful separation from the Jewish society to which its members had belonged. Their claims about Jesus brought disciplinary action from the temple leadership, so which may have been the Pharisees, and it only made them stronger. So Whoa. when John says the Jews, he's talking about people who have rejected the people in his church, mm-hmm. who have disciplined them for talking about Jesus as the Messiah. Wow. And he's angry. Okay. At them. So this is like a little bit like Luther nailing his 12 points to the church, right? Well, kind of, except like that was literally bullet points. Okay. And this is like a, an epic poem. Right. Right? That he's really just rewriting the story. I love that because he's like, he's angry, but he's make, he's creative in it. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And has a viewpoint that he wants to point push out. Yeah. Hmm. So... John's fine. It's fine to read this gospel, but yeah. it's important to remember that he's basically anti-Semitic okay. through it. Gotcha. So anytime you hear the Jews, yeah, you're going right. to be like, okay, I'm just going to turn this into yeah. the temple, the leadership. The leadership, right? man- management. Which, again, is a fine thing to remember because yeah. so many of these stories are meant to remind us that the leadership of the church is doing it wrong. Right. Which they were. Yeah. So you can you just have to pay, play that little mental trick yeah, that makes in your sense. head, right? And I think feel like I feel very similar to my view of the Catholic Church yeah. too. It's not just the pe- it's not the people, the believers, it's yeah. the management and yeah. So yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. That um I sent you a reel this uh, week of yes. a professor talking about this story, but from another one of the other synoptic gospels. Okay. And and they don't use these words here, but he he says, take these out of here and stop making my father's house a marketplace. Right. In the other gospels, they say, stop making it a den of thieves. Yes. And her point, we can share this maybe. Her yeah. point is that a den of thieves is not where the robbing happens. No. It's not where the thievery happens. Right. It's where they store what they've stolen. Gotcha. It's where they handle what they've stolen. Gotcha. So it's a really good kind of reminder that what Jesus was upset about in this scene is the whole, the system, yeah, the leadership that right. set this whole system up. Okay, I love that. Yeah, yeah, even makes me love him more. <laughs> this table flipping Jesus. Yep, yeah. yep. I remember this from a child's uh, Bible. Really? It was I like I. It was like a cartoon of Jesus flipping a table. <laughs> That should be your next tattoo. Maybe. You should find that children's Bible and get it reproduced. Oh my gosh. That'd be amazing. That would be great. I do want some, some tattoos. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> so the story as we're kind of told it yeah. as kids was that Jesus was mad that animals were being sold in the temple, that it was messy, right. et cetera, poop everywhere. Yeah. And also that the money changers were extorting. Basically, yeah. 
But I learned something this week that I think is interest, kind of an interesting counterpoint. Okay. So this is from Bible Odyssey, which I don't know what that is, but here we okay. go. The sale of animals was essential for the temple's main function as a place of the offering of animal sacrifices. Right. Bringing an animal from one's home risked something happening to it on the way. And so many chose to sell their own animal at home, bring the money with them, and then purchase a replacement in Jerusalem. Okay. So so they're, they're not in Jerusalem. They're coming to. Okay. Right. Right. From far. Right. 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 So the money changers were there to convert various currencies into one standard coinage which was used for payment of the annual temple tax, which maybe they were extorting, but we don't, I don't know if we know that. It's not a clean translation, not translation, a clean transfer. But remember, it's the, it's the temple leadership who require this particular coin. Yeah. Right. right. So we're back here at the temple leadership. Yeah. Yeah. Both the selling of animals for sacrifices and the payment of the temple tax were activities required by Jewish law and central to the temple's functions. Mm. So Jesus maybe isn't upset about the transaction happening, right? But he's, in my understanding now, he's upset that this whole system is in place. In a place, especially in a place where God is supposed to be present. Right. And the holiest place. Right. right? Yeah. Right. And where walls are built around God, Mm -hmm. you know, physical walls. And then these walls of like needing to do this thing. Yeah. Which it sounds like a tourist trap. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. 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 Cause you, cause you have to transfer to, I don't know. I just feel like where, where have I been? Where to like <laughs> buy their coins and then use their coins? Oh to my buy gosh! Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you you get different currency when you go to another country or whatever, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, kind of like Chuck E. Cheese, you know, yeah. you like, can't use dollars. You have to buy their to- right. tokens. Yes, exactly. And imagine if that's the case at a church or a temple. That's yeah. That's right. Like, huh. yeah, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Of course they they you know. Um, sacrifice, animal sacrifice is part of their beliefs. Right. And probably came from a good thing and now people are extorting it. Oh my gosh. Great point. Yeah. What does that make you think of? Oh man, a cult, but... Um... <laughs> yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it makes... It... I'm an expert on that, so it... I can say that's true. <laughs> it makes me... Um... It just makes me feel like the meaning and the action have now been split. Yes, Stephen. 100%. Yes. We're just doing the actions and forgetting totally about the reasons why we're doing these actions. Right. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I think this is Richard Rohr, who I'm a fan. He's a Franciscan guy, very progressive. Okay. Okay. He says, even a superficial reading of this passage reveals that Jesus fails to be impressed with the temple ritual, (laughs) while at the same time being passionate about the proper reverence for the temple as a spiritual place. That's just what we were just talking about. The key uh, to the passage lies in the words of the gospel writer, but he was speaking of the temple in his body. Right. Okay. So this is a big theological point. Right? Because Jesus respects the temple for what it is. Yeah. But Jesus also knows, the the gospel writer is saying, that Jesus also knows that he is the new temple. Temple. Right? And I love that they're like, 
he's like the temple will fall or right for in three days or something yep. or rebuild it in three days yeah and the guys like it's been under construction for 40 <laughs> years like it's kind of like when i first thought of peter with the tents like yeah like totally missing it right yeah yeah and that must be tough because jesus never really gave an answer he always talked in parables and right. like riddles and riddles such. yeah and yeah so, like, especially in john right and so you like had to like you i mean even today we we don't get it right mm-hmm. when we reflect on it so it's just interesting that's like yeah yeah like, oh this is not what because mark in marks you're saying that the wrong people get it right but this is this john, is john. So yeah it's a little different so i feel like this in the last couple of years kind of really digging into the gospels and teaching them yep at the village what i've come to understand is that god tries and tries and tries through the old testament yeah. into the new testament yeah. tries and tries and tries to be with us where mm-hmm. we are yep and every time that try he god tries to do that yep people go oh this is something i can i can monetize yeah right this right. is something i can use to have power yeah and um this is why jesus is mad yeah like this nothing should keep people from god god yes. wants to be in our midst right. among us yeah. right and so the fact that god would go from sort of the sky yep. to the tabernacle mm-hmm. right to which is a tent yep movable right to a person yeah who then to like bread right and wine right yeah like god over time has moved farther and farther tried to move farther and farther into our lives and usually what makes that not work is the church leadership yeah right i mean how many people feel that they can't go to church right Right. Because of X, Y, and Z. And how many churches value their buildings more than their people? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 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 I mean, even, even like the, the old structures of like mm-hmm. the communion rail and the, yes. you know, the altar yes. being higher. Absolutely. Above. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 so interesting. Right. It's so interesting. It was in, We had a conversation recently this week, too, of um, it seems like more traditional communities. Mm-hmm. Um, are becoming like museums of statues. Yeah. And more to, um, progressive are losing those. Yeah. It's just very interesting of just yeah. like, yeah, becoming a den of like things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, oh, it's, it's yeah, you very... can see it in the actual buildings. Yeah. Right. That's right. wild. And like the shift of like wanting to know the person mm-hmm. rather than valuing their actions yeah is a big shift too yep so because i was born just maybe in the middle of vatican too so okay. like so by the started. late <laughs> 60s the i mean literally the the vatican two message was we're opening the windows we're mm. we're gonna be in the world yeah oh my gosh yes right. we need to be in the world right so it's literally another example of god wanting to be out of the church building and into the world yeah and the blowback has been really tough yeah i mean like all the sort of schismy stuff that's happening now is is this argument right right who controls god yeah right access yeah access yes yes oh my gosh so this is still happening yeah in a big way and in in 
Oh man, it's 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 right. It's it, kind of like what? Uh, yeah, it really yes. is to me. Especially like, if you if you know, and this has happened in my mid year mid life of mm-hmm. reflecting on the gospels through with my friend mm-hmm. on a podcast, but just to show that like how s- Jesus was so much with people. Yeah, he was within the people. Right, and, and no building stopped him. Right. Um, it's just it's just sad mm-hmm. it's sad i feel bad for the people who feel like you know get the classic like oh lightning's gonna strike because right. i'm in the church kind of thing and right it, no it should be the opposite right you know it should be a choir of angels yep celebrating Ugh. yeah i could go on about this for a long time but we don't have to it's okay but <laughs> our patreon uh followers will hear That's it right <laughs> here's a bit of hope because this is a, a hope a little bit of hope this is a quote from pope francis okay love me some fran fran i know frankie jesus's cleansing of the money changers from the temple is a reminder to christians of the need for authentic worship he says and conformity between liturgy and life the pope warned against entering the lord's house while behaving in a way contrary to justice honesty and charity towards one neighbor worship and liturgical celebrations he said in his homily are a privileged environment for listening to the lord's voice which guides us on the path of righteousness and christian perfection Mm. but the church calls us to have and promote an authentic liturgical life explaining that this is harmony between that which the liturgy celebrates and that which we experience in our lives more than a doctrine or a right to be executed, the liturgy is fundamentally a source of life and light for our faith. It's He said the season of Lent is a time for interior renewal. Nice. I love that. I do too. Yeah. Right? It's, yeah. This, I don't know why this popped in my head, but it's kind of remind me of, I think I sent you a video of like a, a bunch of baptisms going wrong. Like the baby, no. <laughs> the baby hits the book oh, yes, into the yes, water. Yes, or, yes, yep. um, the little kid gives him a high five during some prayers. Like, yes, I've seen and, that happen <laughs> at the person? end of confessions. Oh, I love when that. When he goes to bless them and they're like, bam. <laughs> Wait, how can you see confessions? I'm just kidding. Oh, from a distance. <laughs> and, um, and I love that because it, I think it reminds the church. Yes. This is a like, human thing. It's a human thing. Yeah. 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 Like babies can do, will do anything. Right. And we need to be prepared for that. Yeah. I, I just want to kind of close by saying, you know, the struggle continues. Yes. Because this Pope, who's again, trying to bring God into the world, into people's lives, yeah. is talking about how the point of liturgy is our interior renewal, mm-hmm. not to to worship liturgy right Right. not to honor liturgy yeah there's a lot of blowback there's a lot of you know pushback on him right it's still still happening and i i think it's about to get worse really i do because when he dies yeah i think you think here go hell come (laughs) (laughs) okay so do you think it will swing uh, back swing back when he i don't i think it will schism really yeah so i think and this is uh, based on this is your opinion this is my expert opinion um i think when pope francis dies Mm -hmm. he has a a college of cardinals who he has chosen yes who will choose the next pope yep 
to be more in line with what Francis right. imagines. Yeah. So it won't swing back. Okay. And then I pe- I think the people who wish it would swing back will split off. Okay. That's what I think. Interesting. <laughs> well, you know, um, uh, people are now on Taylor Swift and her boyfriend saying right. that they're going to have an antichrist. So maybe, Oh, maybe not. Is that right? Like a baby? <laughs> that's the antichrist. Yeah. <gasps> How exciting. Yeah, Good for them. <laughs> I, um, I don't, that's, that's interesting. I mean, I, it's a theory. It's a theory. And honestly though, good. Right. I mean, the battle like, is going to be right. Yeah. So here's the battle for all of time. Yeah. Which is the church. Yeah. Right. So like these people are going to s- maybe split off yep. and they're going to say, but we're actually the church. Right. 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 This has happened yeah. in history. Which is crazy mm-hmm. because they like to follow the rules right. until it doesn't work for them. <laughs> That's so true. They make Don't every, we all, right? We, we make everyone else, they want everyone else to follow their rules right. until it changes. I just love yeah. that. It's just like, I just want to shake people's heads. I think it's going to be really interesting. I would love it for Francis to never die, but yeah. <laughs> I don't get that choice. Right. But I think I'll be watching. Yeah. It's going to be really interesting. Well, you know, he was such a, he is and was such a, like, I, I don't know. Like when he became Pope, like I didn't realize. Yeah, no, no, I don't think anyone someone did. could be so great. He was a sleeper. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. so right. It's like, yeah, man. So so button down I'm your glad, hatches. I'm glad he's you know collecting friends in the in the Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, me yeah. too. Me too. Uh, any last thoughts? No, I think. Um, well, you know, our listeners are probably um, churchgoers, but, you know, I just want to hit on that, like, the church is open to everyone. Yeah. And if you see any of this um, del, uh, den of thieves, yeah. speak out. Or get out. Like, there's a lot of churches. There are a lot. So there's two options. There's yeah. Margot's options, which is get out. <laughs> and for me, is flip that freaking yeah. table. Yeah. And call it out. Yeah. Because people need to be called out. Yeah. Oh, if yeah. If they're bad actors, they need to be called bad actors. True. And, uh, but again, other option, Margot. I literally. Else, which is totally great. <laughs> yeah. Two great I'm options. I really write about this in my book. Like, <laughs> okay. you have options. Yes. You can lean in. Yeah. Or you can find another place. Right. That's all up to you. This has yeah. changed even, you know, in my lifetime. Yeah. It was like, this is our parish. We don't go to other parishes. Right. Yeah, yeah. Now it's like, look gotta go where you're fed yeah you can you can be part of a church that's in california through yep. the internet yep so yep. the world is your oyster but if you want to fight you join flip me that table <laughs> yeah <laughs> join me you're <laughs> starting a revolution and um again we we said this last week we would love for you to if you're loving this and you want to share it with other people the best way to do that is to rate and comment right and rate and smash and s- smash that like button uh, on either our spotify or apple podcast uh that helps us to share this with most people and people will find us yeah yeah yeah, so, yeah. thank you so thanks uh, thanks steven and thanks Lux listeners Uh, Join us again next week for Lux, the the podcast. podcast. Thank you for listening to Lux, the podcast. Best way to support the show is to share it with those that you love. Listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or where you listen to your podcasts. Lux, the podcast is written by Margot Morin, and she's available for a spiritual direction at margomorin.com. Lux, the podcast is produced by Stephen Antonio, and you can find him at stephenantonio.com. Find the podcast on Instagram at lux underscore the podcast.